I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson, and in this episode, we're going to look at the challenges of hiring in this very competitive job market and give you a few tips that might make a difference if you're having a hard time finding qualified people to fill your vacancies. I was recently chatting with a friend of mine, Stacy who's a recruiter for a large organization. She was lamenting that she didn't have enough candidates to send on to her hiring managers and her hiring managers were frustrated. And not only were the hiring managers frustrated, but the people who reported to them are frustrated because they're being asked to do two and sometimes three jobs because of all of the open requisitions in their organization. And she explained how as a human resources professional, she wanted to do her very best and how they have really been uncovering all of the possible ways in which they might be limiting the applicant pool for the roles that they had open. She explained how late last year, they completed an audit of their job postings with a diversity, equity, and inclusion specialist to make sure they weren't unintentionally dissuading candidates from applying due to unintentional biases in the job descriptions. She said they went through position by position and eradicated gender-based language, ableist language, and role-based language in their job ads that might be unappealing to candidates. I asked her what specific role-based language did they find because I was very familiar with the gender-based and ableist language, and she told me that words like hack, ninja, and even ambitious were identified as very masculine terms. And when they looked at the candidate pool who applied to roles that had those words in them, there was a significant difference in terms of the number of male identifying people who applied for those roles. Meanwhile, she said terms like collaborate, supportive, and community came across as more feminine and attracted more people who identified with female gender to them. Interesting. So, In the case of her organization, they were already doing a lot of things to try to get a larger applicant pool. And so she did say that this effort helped somewhat, she thinks. Um, She said she's still so disappointed with the candidate pool for the positions that her company has open and that she just feels a responsibility because this is part of her role in helping fill those roles. Now, if you're in a similar situation as Stacy and her company, trying to hire and not getting good candidates, I've got a quick checklist for you today of four things for you to look into. Item number one is artificial intelligence getting in your way. Your talent management system, the place where the job applications land when people apply, that talent management system where the job is posted might be filtering out perfectly good candidates. 
Now, no offense to my recruiter friend, Stacy, that I just mentioned, recruiters can only do so much. And with so many openings, they are stretched more thin than ever. So if you're the hiring manager, dig in and screen the applicants yourself. And, you know, if you're not getting enough candidates, whether that be good enough candidates or a big enough candidate pool, take on a shared responsibility or even go straight to the source and ask for all of the applications to come your way. Otherwise, the same thing can happen to your candidates as what happened to my friend Steve. So a while back, now this was before the pandemic, but this could just as easily happen today. Steve was looking for a new role. He was fine in the role that he was in, but he just knew that there was something else out there for him. So he was a moderately motivated job candidate. And Steve found a job at a technology company that looked like the perfect job for him. And so Steve applied for the job and the artificial intelligence filtered Steve out immediately. Almost seconds after Steve had filled out that job application, he had an email saying, thanks, but no thanks. You don't meet the minimum qualifications for this role. (laughs) The very next morning, Steve got an automated invitation to apply for that very same job that the artificial intelligence had automatically rejected him for. Steve tried again, and he filled out the job application slightly differently, thinking maybe check this box instead of that box and so forth, without, of course, lying about his experience or his abilities. And still, the same thing happened a second time. He was immediately rejected from it, and then the following morning, when the artificial intelligence programs ran, he got another automated email inviting him to apply for that very same job. So I ask you, how is a job candidate supposed to get through a system like that? So if you're the hiring manager and you're not getting good candidates, ask your recruitment specialist to let you see all the resumes and the applications coming through. And if you're the employee who is completely overworked right now, maybe ask your manager to let you help with some of that process. Now, back when I was working for a large corporation, I made some of my very best hires by combing through all of the applications myself, not letting the artificial intelligence systems reject or accept applicants. I had to argue quite hard with my recruitment specialists in the human resource department in order for them to let me do it. But really, I was hiring for potential, the person's potential. I was hiring somebody who could grow into a deeper professional role. And I was also looking for cultural fit with our team because there were some very specific things that I wanted to have in that team as we grew the team. And of course, the algorithms can't be fine-tuned. They can't be tuned well enough to see those things. The algorithms are always going to miss that. So step one, artificial intelligence might be getting in your way. And I know you're already overworked, but if you want to get the best candidates, you might need to go through those applications manually. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, 
or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Tip number two, get the word out through your networks. Pull out all the stops, especially if you work for a very large organization. Large organizations have a process that they follow to get the word out about open requisitions. Don't rely on that alone. Now, there's nothing wrong with it. Just remember that your recruitment specialists are processing thousands of these sometimes, and they have a system to follow, but where they push it out to might not be where your next hire is hanging out. So let your professional associations and trade associations know that you're hiring. The next time you're at one of those meetings, speak up and let them know during the networking session or during the announcements that you have open positions. Post it on your own LinkedIn feed, even if your organization is posting it on the site-wide LinkedIn. Tell your friends, tell your family members, tell your neighbors, tell anyone who will listen to you that you are hiring. Tell them exactly where they can find the job posting and ask them to share it with anyone and everyone they know who might be interested. Think of yourself as part of the process for getting the word out and get it out as widely as you can. Tip number three, during the interview process, effectively communicate your culture and your climate with candidates during that process, during the interviews, especially in this largely work-from-home time, it can be challenging to let people know during the hiring process what they can expect. What is it like to work in that organization? What are their values? You know, the organizational culture. And what is it like to work for you personally? And what are your values? What is the team values? Because that is the climate. So give detailed examples that demonstrate both the organizational culture as well as your team's climate as you paint a picture of what it's like to work there and to work for you. And ask the candidates specific questions during the interview process, questions that they might have that would get at organizational culture, that would get at organizational climate. Because the more questions you can directly answer to them, the more they can assess that organizational culture fit as well as your team's climate fit during the interview process. And if it's a good fit, you will attract that candidate and they will want to work for you and want to work for your organization. And tip number four, and my friends, this might be the very most important tip I'm giving you, especially those of you in large organizations, move faster in the process. The quest for hiring talented workers is very challenging right now, extremely challenging. The number of jobs open at the end of December 2021 in the United States, the latest data that's available right now from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics at the time of this recording, was 10.6 million open jobs, 10.6 million. Meanwhile, the number of unemployed people actively seeking a job was 6.3 million. 6.3 million. That means that there are almost 1.5 jobs open for every unemployed worker. That's staggering. And if you can't move fast enough in screening applicants and getting them quickly through the interview process so that you can both determine if 
working for you is a good fit, you are absolutely going to lose out to someone else who can. Now, Stacy found these ideas very helpful, and I hope that you do too. Here's a quick recap. Number one, don't rely on your talent management's system of artificial intelligence or your recruiting team's actual intelligence. These are exceptionally busy people right now. Don't rely just on that for screening. Do it yourself. Number two, tell absolutely everyone that you know that you have open positions, that you're hiring, and exactly where to find the job description and hiring website. Number three, communicate culture and climate in the hiring process. Attract the candidates to you by telling them about your culture, by telling them about your climate, so they can assess whether it would be a good fit for them to work for you. And number four, and most importantly, move quickly through the hiring process. Don't let the best candidates get away. All right, my friends, that's what I've got for you today. Good luck in the hiring process and be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.